Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for more. Page 7 of Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut Tour. Coming to you in September and October. Where are we heading in September, Jackie? We're going on September 12th. We're going to Nashville. We're going on September 13th to Atlanta, Georgia. And then I'm going back to my hometown September 14th of Tampa, Florida. In October, October 3rd, we're going to be in Detroit, Michigan. October 4th, we're going to be in Columbus. And October 5th, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Page 7 and Wizard of the Bruiser present Release Release the Butthole Cut Tour. You can find tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com, baby. I've had this song stuck in my head for days, and ooh, it just goes around and around, and all the women independent, throw your hands up at me, all the honeys are making money, throw your hands up at me, all the mamas are profit dollars, throw your hands up at me, all the ladies are truly fuming, throw your hands up at me, girl, you didn't know you getting down like that, Charlie, how your angel getting down like that, and I never am ever thinking about the Charlie's Angel movie, but in this instance, I am. This is the problem. You can't sing that song live on stage work. It's a bunch of fans start throwing a bunch of hands at you. You get pelted with hands. That's the kind of world we're living in, all right? They're throwing everything these days. They're throwing everything these days. They go to the costume shop and get the fake plastic ones, but there'll be real hands as well. Oh no, like the talk, I hope it's not the talk to me hands. Actually, A24 is starting to sell the talk to me hands, and Uh, I just saw it for a second time. What is it? Talk to me, hand. Oh my uh, god, that's a horror movie. Because the face ain't listening. And I was gonna say, whole... are you talking about talk to the hand? Because the face yeah, ain't at listening. Yeah, first I thought it was that. Yeah, now it's a movie where I just. Are we, I know of, we're talking about the late nineties right now, but still. Based off of the gl- random glances at the uh, trailer, they have to like touch this creepy dead hand to like be transported to like another the after. A dead world. Yeah, dead world. Okay, it sounds like you're making jokes about it, but it's a- genuinely a very scary. I know. I want to see it. I want to see it real bad. Oh, I finally saw. Saw for the first time is Wizard of the Bruiser's doing it. Oh, yeah. You're doing yeah. Saw? Are you watching all of I might watch a couple more. I don't you know. You gotta if I watch, watch all, all of, them. of them. I don't think I do have to watch all of them. I think they've diminished quite strongly Whoa. in quality. <laughs> Whoa. Diminish is a strong Even the word. first one is the Princess Bride guy, and his accent is so bad. Like, why wouldn't they just let him be British? Just let the guy, he's a doctor. Let him be British. He's trying to do this American he's accent the whole time, and he's just doctor. like, I can't. 
bear it <laughs> to get to the store. Like it like sounds like he's malfunctioning the whole movie. Well, he's you know also I mean? like ha- is suffering a trauma, Holden. Uh-huh. So why don't you think about that? Maybe Whatever. he was he was too busy thinking about does he have to cut it off or can he leave it yeah. on? <laughs> what is cock? Whatever, Jackie. Also, if he yeah, that's I get British too, and I'm like, oh no, don't shoot me, sir. Please don't. <laughs> when I'm suffering don't something make that me I cut also off get British. Cock. <laughs> I just no, you're just be, oh. besmirching Carrie Elways right now, and it really hurts my heart because oh my, he's perfect. Oh my god, my wife and daughter have been kidnapped. Oh, behind. <laughs> I become British when horrible things happen to me. Oh, speaking Great. of oh, behave, can I tell you how many times in real life I have referenced Austin Powers since we did the rewatch, man? And it's it great. is going over really well. And what I'm specifically referencing is my favorite scene in Austin Powers, the one where he tries to turn around in the hallway, and I had forgotten about it. And now it's back in my head. And now I just keep referencing it. The other day at the playground, a kid was trying to do a three-point turn on a power wheel. And I said, it's like the scene in Austin Powers. I killed. All right? So yeah, I'm just did saying. all the parents go, yeah! All the parents did. Everyone's like, oh my God, I remember that. So And weirdly, thank too, you. there was a similar post on Reddit to our takeaway of the first movie where they were like, I just re- rewatched all the Austin Powers movies. And this is crazy to say out loud. But he's weirdly respectful to, <laughs> to women the entire time. And it's crazy that that whole holds up in 2023 like the way he is you know with with yeah the one woman and he's like let's wait till you don't drink a drew in the morning hours <laughs> well, are you suffering a trauma right now Holden do you yes. need to talk about this <laughs> <laughs> the trauma of rewatching Austin Powers no that's not traumatic at all I love it and Austin Powers fever is here to stay and I demand a full Austin Powers wing at Universal Studios Hollywood. All right. All right. Maybe you're going to get it, Holden. Just slap it on the Jurassic Park ride. Just put a curly wig on the Tyrannosaurus and have him just be, <laughs> give him bad no, teeth. No, put a Merkin on the T-Rex. <laughs> and then so as you're dropping, you see the big wet Merkin yes. just like stuck to the side of it. Yes. Like, yeah. Make the little ones like mini me or whatever. Yeah. Wait, don't, have you guys started learning about these dinosaurs yet? I feel like I'm learning a lot more because Cena is learning about dinosaurs because our friend Cena has a two-year-old. His hero dinosaur crazy. I'm learning about the moon over here. Oh, you're moon. learning about the moon. <laughs> in my madness. House. Because apparently dinosaurs are completely different than what we were taught because they've learned so much more about dinosaurs since we were kids. Well, can I tell you a little something about a waning gibbous? Sure, hit me. Give give me, I want two moon facts. That's what I call my dad! That's not a moon fact. I asked for a moon fact. I was trying, I'm trying to, like, let's let's learn here. Holden, please, moon fact. The moon is mad. It's the you don't know anything about <laughs> the moon. This is you the are lying about what you're learning Give about the moon. Second. It's Just very hard to be a parent because your, your kid will be like, why does the moon have different shapes? And you'll be like, oh, I should know this. I should right. I say it. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. And then I, I looked look up, up yesterday. I was uh, recording Ice Planet Barbarians for our Patreon. And they were one of the barbarians was asking, why do humans kiss? And I was like, why do humans? kiss and I just lost this is I mean my ADHD is showing I lost about 25 minutes of time reading these different like dissertations about you know mm. the oxytocins and the well it'd be gross to rub our noses together because of snot and bugs it would be gross to rub our yeah eyes but at the same time together. your mouth is under you've you've never gotten your partner's snot or bugs in your mouth before 
Yes, you have. Not that I can remember. If they're like crying, like if they're like like really sick and you accidentally out with a crying spouse, like you are constantly doing Jeff because you're constantly just. I know he's had my (laughs) boogers in his mouth. Right, right. Because you're just like, ah, you gotta make out with me. Ah!" Yeah, because with the kiss, because the oxytocin and the dopamine, (laughs) and I say you're my serotonin. I go, you're my serotonin. I don't need a phone. You give me my serotonin. Yeah, that voice is awesome to do when you're trying to make someone attracted to you. Very horny. Oh, that's my horny time voice. (laughs) Um, Speaking of horny time voice, uh, we just got back from tour. And man, there is nothing hornier than MJ and I sharing a room together. Um, That's uh, not true. I love you, MJ, but there's nothing horny about it. I love you too, but we all know that our sex drives take a plummet when we are on tour. And honestly, thank God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine old raw dog McNeely over here <laughs> just like get, swinging it around? I did get some in though because Jake had to quarantine for Tampa. So I got a couple blasters in in uh, old FLOR. Because we had we had a we had a COVID takedown I of cannot, old Jake. By the fucking way. How is this? I don't. I throw my hands up now with all of it. All three of us didn't How get it. Did all three of us didn't get it. None of us get it. We, we were all, with him. I shared a I hotel with it. him multiple nights. We shared a car with him for hours and hours. Green rooms, everything. Honestly, I, I think it is. I think it has to be a cat's miracle. I think you know our show is all about lifting the curse, and maybe this is evidence. That yeah, we, we are doing it. Curse. We're lifting yeah. the curse. And it's not even a question. We are five days out from our last exposure with him. PCR tests have been taken. Oh, yeah. Several at-home rapids. None of us had it. And we all had cold symptoms. I throw <laughs> my hands up. I don't get it. Any, I, don't I, know. Don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. But we did come home with tattoos. Yes. And um, Holden got his first tattoo. He didn't cry at all. And I loved it because Lexi's first question to me was, did Holden cry? She <laughs> that you to no cry. That makes no sense to me. That makes no sense to me. I think I've only seen you cry like twice and I've known you for 20 years. Yeah. Well, I am an emotional person, but not at like pain stuff. No, I meant, yes. I meant more of that. Like, I've seen you cry about like, oh, I saw a dog. Yeah, like, I've never seen that. Cry. But... I, yeah, I always cry when I see That's a dog. That's how. Oh, that's not when he cries. Oh, I suck. I suck. I always cry when I see a dog, you know, and that is a thing about me. But other than that, that's I don't nice. really cry that much. But it was not, I got it, by the way, preface this with, I got it upper arm. I think that may be the least painful place to get it. Is, I th- I is think there it is. a less painful place to get it in the upper arm? Possibly I, your thigh, which is where I got mine. Right, right. And, and I thought I could fall asleep. Yeah, I, 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 I was bracing myself for this, but I was trying to, I think it was kind of a fun exercise of like the whole thing I was trying to not think too hard about or not like, 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 let go of any anxiety about because it's like we're getting the tattoo. You've signed up for this. It's happening yeah. now. I kind of love my position too. Was like we're gonna do you first because you're like the newbie and we don't want you to like change your mind. Which I was like, thank you because that's I great. I don't want a moment of hesitation here. I really want to enter into this situation fully clean of brain and mind and heart and just. And then she puts the needle down on me and I'm just like, this is it. And I will say. That was the initial part. I think. But that was also, the least she is a part. very good tattoo artist. Her yes, name is K. K A Y B O A K Tattoo. K Book Tattoo. Look her up on Instagram. She did these. We. She hit us up and was like, "Hey, come to Chattanooga. I'd love to give you guys tour tattoos." Yeah. And she like made it all happen. She brought another tattoo artist as well. 
Also look up Kitty Ryan. It is Kitty Conniption, K-I-T-T-Y, Conniption, K-O-N-N-I-P-T-I-O-N. Kitty Conniption did Jake's tattoo, which is absolutely unbelievable. And they do very, like, anime-inspired tattoos that look incredible. Oh, and- my God. The work that they do is just so incredible. And, uh, and now MJ and I both have... Riverdale tattoo. <laughs> we sure do. And this is the thing about a tattoo. Again, just like Holden was saying, you got to try to not to think too hard about it. I've always liked tattoos because it's kind of a, what will every adult say to you, every, you know, older adult say to you if you are a young adult thinking about a tattoo, you got to make a decision that's going to last forever. You really want something now that's going to last forever? No, because then you're going to, you know, I mean, I feel like that's why my brother's never going to make get a tattoo because he's very indecisive. And so I'm just like, oh, I would hate to be stuck in you that. You just got to do it. It's you a commitment to the now. It's a commitment to the now. It's, yeah. it's it's the memory of it. Like it is now I look at it and I remember, remember when we like dashed to Chattanooga yeah. real fast yes. in the middle of two tour On our dates. way from Nashville to Atlanta, we stopped off and got these tattoos. We woke up at five in the morning to make this happen. By the way, we should describe, I got a flamingo. Jake got a One Piece inspired tattoo, which is very cool. Uh, a gum gum fruit, uh, but I forget the name of the thing, but it's the face with the eye and you color it in when you set a goal and you color it in when- I know, it's a really cool idea and I can't remember the name of the thing. It's like a Daruma, I believe, or something yes. like that. And then uh, uh, MJ and Jackie got uh, Forget, forget it. it, Jughead. It's Riverdale. It's, Riverdale. it's very cool with this ju- like kind of line drawing Jughead crown and it's awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm super happy with it. I'm already like thinking like, how would I add on to this and yada, yada, yada and stuff like that. So, but I will say if you're worried about pain, get it on a uh, upper arm or something like that. I honestly like, it, it got a little spicy, like definitely when she was like coloring it in. This is the other thing, not to like gender this up too much, but I'm also, we were talking about- I don't like this. I don't like <laughs> what you're about to good, say. Well, it's never we a good caveat. It used to be a much more male-led industry tattoo artist. And yeah, gotcha. yes. now oh, true. Right, right, right. I thought you were going to be like, boys don't cry. Boy, yeah, boys <laughs> don't feel pain. And <laughs> girls women, do. Women <laughs> <pussies>. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I was like, not to, I'm, I'm spicy today, all right? It's more the giver. It's more that there's more of a, I, but this still might piss people off, but whatever. There's more, um, I think I will opt to always get a tattoo from a lady that seems like they have a good bedside manner when it comes to tattoo art. You know what I mean? Now, if I get that vibe also, from it's a looking dude for or Someone or anything, with a lighter hand as yes, well. Yes, or just someone who at least has like, <laughs> I don't know, kind of lighter qualities. I won't even say feminine qualities, but like sim- well, more sensitive you, qualities. That's why you look at their tattoos, to honestly, to yeah. see like, because some people also want more of like an aggressive, like yes. deeper, yeah. bigger, bolder piece. And some people more prefer like, you know, like I've got this fork on my arm that really needed a light yes. grayscale But I touch. think that shit looks cool. Yes. That's what I like. That kind of look I like. Super sweet tattoo. Yeah, you know I will take mean? you to your next place. That is where we're going to go. Uh, you know, so yeah, yeah, it's just one of those where it's like not to get too too deep into this kind of thing, but I do think it's really interesting how the culture has changed drastically from what it used to be, and it used to be much more of a let's get in there, you know what I mean, and like dig into there with these needles, you know. What yeah, I mean, and and I mean that's I, not what I'm looking for. I got tattoos. I kept this was a real reckoning with how old I am because I kept everyone kept saying how long since your last tattoo, and I was like ah, about a decade. I got it when I was twenty. Turns out that's much longer ago than a decade. Oh no, that's the worst. (laughs) That's That's when I recently. I recently changed. I upped it every time I talked about everybody here at the network. I'm like, yeah, I've known everybody for like 10, 15 years. I've upped it to 20. I'm like, you know what? Um, We are way closer to 20 now. So I've known everybody for 20 years. I know. Isn't that a shift? 20, um, MJ, (laughs) 
20. Oh, I know. And and the approximately 20 years ago when I got my first tattoo, it really was. It was like, which is the least sketchy place? I mean, I don't mean to badmouth people who are doing tattoos in the early 2000s. It was just a very different time. And yeah. definitely it was like, totally. okay. No, which my second totally tattoo was done by a, he was a Vietnam era tattoo artist. <laughs> he was an old grizzled dude. Yeah. And like the tattoo, while I'm happy with the memory, is very much an old, very old school style of tattoo right. that does not too. look good anymore. Right. And, and yeah. it, it just like it didn't grow well with my skin. And now it just looks like a big blob. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's OK, because I got that tattoo with my mom and my mom and I had like a really weird, fun experience together because my mom had never gotten a tattoo. And I just remember her getting the tattoo and she looked at me and she was like. You think this hurts? Good luck <laughs> having a child. And I was like, don't say this to me. Did, I am did 20 think, years old. Did you think it hurt a lot in that first one? Yes, but I also had no like comparison. My first tattoo, I was 17. So like I had no comparison right. to what pain was. Like I was very lucky that at 17, I didn't really know that yeah. much pain. Right. So like I thought it was really painful. But now when I got this thigh one done, I was like, blah, fine. This is easy. Yeah. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But again, it was probably that guy probably fucking dug in. Yes, he got yeah. in. Like, that in guy there. probably was like way too aggressive. And that's why I would look for a just a lighter touch. But yes, for sure. Yeah, I think I there's a vibe understand. you can get, but a more sophisticated approach. That's to why a tattoo. I always look at the work of your artist before going mm-hmm. in to get. Yeah, your I think tattoo. it's really just comes down to seeing a, a level of shading and yes. like a le- or, or fine line work. Yes, because there's also like really good line artist stuff that I like a lot that doesn't have a lot of shading, but you can tell like, oh, this person gets you know this person has like a fucking fine like it is like bro you're gonna start watching Ink Master yeah well I (laughs) did I did watch a little bit Ink Master will suck you in but now that you've got one you're gonna watch it in the end so you start like seeing all these things sorry I'm also looking at myself in the video because I got too much Botox last (laughs) week let's talk we had had a really intense week last week there was like (laughs) a lot of high highs and and some low lows the Botox actually was pretty chill (laughs) yes and we all it took us about a so day. alert at all times. I thought I was constantly being about to be stabbed or hit by a car or something. For the first day of tour last week, by the way, more tour coming. Our last official week that we know of of tour, October 3rd, 4th, and 5th, Detroit, Columbus, Pittsburgh. Get your yep. tickets. Last podcast on the left. We we just came no, off last of- Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Last, oh my God, what am I saying? Lastpodcastnetwork.com. We just came off of, of a, a really, really, really intense week. High highs, low lows, and um, it took- it took me, Holden, and Jake about a day 
where all three of us were wondering if Jackie was like a little upset. Um, and it <laughs> turns out it's just that her half of her forehead is frozen with Botox. Right. And so um, I need every listener right now to put your two fingers in between your eyebrows and hold them down and then make like a happy surprise face like, oh, and no, and then look at a mirror and notice what it looks like is like you're frowning like a maniac. And that- no, I look like the Joker. <laughs> I've, because only the edges of my eyebrows move up and down. Right, right. So, like, because she, because I told her, I was like, I, I use my face for performing, so I don't need to. And she goes, okay, I give you more. And I was like, no, 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 wait. Um, okay, well. And then I was sitting there, and because I'm a people pleaser, and this is something I'm going to talk about in therapy tomorrow. Um, I was just like, okay. And then now right. I've got too much Botox, yeah. and I can't move most of my face. But your lower so face you is see fine. What it looks like Royal Oak, Michigan. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. That is just a couple weeks, less than two weeks away. Please come out and join us. I Uh, keep capturing, I just keep seeing myself in the zoom out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, man, it's just not moving. Right. Because because Jackie's very expressive, and so her, and she didn't get any in her lower face because she wants to be able to be expressive. And so her, and I will say, her forehead looks fantastic. So smooth. My forehead ain't ever going to look that smooth again unless I get the tox, but it does also look. I just need everyone to picture what if only the outsides of your eyebrows moved and the, <laughs> the insides stayed still because it is a little scary. And I did spend about 24 hours being like, Jackie's very interested in what Upset? I'm saying. Is she <laughs> excited? Also, they put Botox like right close to like the inner parts of my eye, like in my nose bridge, so that it like my nose doesn't come up as much. So when I laugh, it looks like I'm trying to like hold back a lot. La- like I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like I'm making that sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because it doesn't have you don't have like the Jen Shah like filler look It's and so I didn't wouldn't have even recognized that you had gotten Botox because I don't know what to look for I, I know what to look for filler but I don't know what to look for Botox but now I know if they got like the, Ariana Grande at least yeah. I'm not crying about it Ariana Grande crying about how she used to get too much filler I understand it's not about the fact she's not crying because she used to get too much filler <laughs> but like the idea of her being like and then I put the filler in again like I also have like dealt with my getting Botox like emotionally like I've already talked about I've talked I've processed my Botox getting and I understand that's why I can openly talk about it but Ariana Grande did this like interview where she was talking about how she used makeup as a disguise and she was uh, doing tons of lip injections. I just wish she would replace makeup with other races. That's like, you know, that's the more of part of <laughs> I, I thought was interesting. She's like kind of the Hilaria <laughs> pop music, but go on. It's a little bit of Hilaria. But I didn't realize until they showed an older picture of her how different she did look. Because, like, I I didn't grow up with Ariana Grande, so I didn't spend my time staring at her face. Right. So I never realized how different she looked. Totally. I mean, she is a bit of a fucking chameleon, for sure, uh, with the previous comment put in there as well. I It is. It, I totally get it. I mean, I think that's cool if she's, like, trying to kind of embrace more realness or something or whatever it is. Uh, I think I think that could be interesting. I wonder Hell what... Yeah. I wonder what, like, her... Her real 
I wonder, like, if she dug deep down inside and was like, this is the music within me truly. I wonder what that would sound like, because I don't think we've heard it yet. Whoa, because, like, especially yeah. if you've gone, if you've seen her on, like, um, Fallon, wow, look what happened to him, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, fun? wow, we didn't even get talking about that. That passed us by, too. <laughs> yeah, I know, we missed a lot. Did of, we talk about we, it? No, we no, missed. No, we did we, not talk about so, Fallon. We, Drew Barrymore, Danny Masterson, and Russell Brand. There's a lot. And we're over here talking about the details Botox. of tattoo advice. It's a, yeah, know, there's a lot. A, decent, there's a, lot. A, a small, a, definitely a portion of that will be chatted about on the leftovers. Uh, For sure. We're going to we're gonna do as much as we can here on the, the night of show. Emails. <laughs> but I will say this about uh, 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 that. Check us out. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. The leftovers. We get into some of the spicier stuff. We'll be, we will be talking about some of that stuff in this episode for yeah, we sure. Yeah, got to get into it. That said, you know, when she'd be on Fallon, I mean, she can imitate like any singer. It's incredible. Like she is a total chameleon to the point where she's one of those people where I'm like, who is the real Ariana? You, know you think I mean? we're going to get, do you think we're ever going to get it? Yeah, I think once she, because what it is, is I think she can't become fully herself until she takes 20 to 30 men's souls. Mm. I think she's taken <laughs> about 10 to 15, so we're getting close. Well, she has officially filed for divorce yes. from old Dalton. So he's so. he's totally, he's like, he's like shriveling, you know, the little creatures, the <laughs> little mermaid, you know what I mean? Yes. The, right? That the, yeah, he, <laughs> she's keeping those in like a little underground fortress. These little like, oh, they're all like withered away, dudes. <laughs> they're just like, Ariana, Ariana. You know, SpongeBob's down there being like, hey, please, I mean, I'm back into my career. You remember know I mean? Death Becomes Her? I feel Ugh. like I, I understand sometimes you got to suck out some essence to keep your youth. And as a Tox user, I understand that. Where <laughs> the Tox comes from. Completely. I get it. Yeah, it's from the souls of, of men. Yeah, it's just the gelatinous <laughs> sludge that is just reeked out from the men that I I suck up into my body. <laughs> but then I'm Isabella Rossellini. And oh, is that not worth it? Unbelievable. All right. All right. We'll talk about the apology video. <laughs> we got to talk about that. I was going to say, we, we the also. Apology is, well, the apology video I mean, is kind of fun. So tell me the, about this. You said that the, the, so the, the Ashley Kutcher Mila Kunis apology video. The uh, Can I try to do like a. 15 second overview I'm sure everybody knows the the basics and then we yeah, I want to let's let's in case if you if you have not read into this or if you've chosen not to read into this I understand yeah. um give please MJ give us a quick rundown of um what a uh, horrible piece of shit Danny Masterson is yeah obviously we're gonna talk you know content note here for um, discussions of a celebrity who just had a massive trial with two rape allegations who was found guilty. Uh, Danny Masterson, there was three different accusers in this trial. He ended up, uh, he ended up being convicted uh, from two different accusers. And so uh, after the fact, it was leaked that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis had both written letters to the judge. These were not public statements. They were letters to the judge um, it, for sentencing consideration. Um, and those letters leaked, and they are like character letters, um, uh, meaning, you know, I think that this is something that happens, like where you can say, well, this is the person I know, or whatever. And that was kind of what the letters were, except the problem with that is that it uh, came off really, 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 really rough because... Well, especially for yes. two people who were like, or at least, I don't know about Mila, but Ashton is like... Both of them. She does the Time's Up. Both of them. She does all this like, Time's Up advocacy. And all this kind of right. stuff. And, yeah. just, and don't, no, don't worry. Real quick, Mila up top was just like, 
like I don't support victims. Yeah, yeah. So like, I know. It really, was really like, do you know my work? And it's like, all the oh previous stuff is dark, but but the funny part that you can look at is the apology video. These apology yes. videos, man, and Drew Barrymore, I'm looking at you too. We'll talk about you in a second. Oh my God, I can't wait to talk about hers, actually. Man, if you look, there's a picture that someone pulled of their actual backyard, and, and then they show you the weird crickety wooden wall that they're like in front of, which is stylistically made to look like that. But it is this... <laughs> giant wooden wall as a part of this huge mansion-y outdoor pool setting with these like ridiculous views. And but of course they, you know, we're all just starting to really glom on to ha- all the wiring behind. And also everything. I want to say it wasn't because at first when I first saw where people had figured out where they recorded the video, I was like, oh, that's kind of yucky that you're just like looking at pictures of their backyard, except that there was a full yes. spread in architectural digest yes, about their, their home. Yeah. So these yeah. are, this See is their not, home is. this is not like people did that, like this, I mean, they were snooping, but they were snooping but stuff still. that was like, was done on purpose. But it's all yeah. the bullshit. It's the makeuplessness. It's yes. the, uh, you know, yeah, the she's wearing like a shadow. plain white t-shirt. They both look very sad, but are yeah. they sad because of the convicted rapist or are they sad because they got in trouble? They well, look that, sad because they got in trouble. They got in trouble. I'm getting a lot more of a toxic gossip train vibe of begrudgingly <laughs> having to make a statement where they never actually own up and then totally yes. misstep they, so hard Yes, they on stepped on a rake like, so many we times. We didn't think anyone was going to see it. You don't need to say that. You so don't so need to say your that. your PR team is like advising you to be in front of this wooden wall and not wear <laughs> makeup and do all this stuff. It's kind of hilarious and amazing that they still had so many gaffes in the apology and it was so begrudged for such talented actors. Yeah. You know, you just, it's shocking to see like you, you not even be able to hide how forced you are to read this directly off of a script, which is also something everybody made a comment. Like you're clearly reading from a script. I think that was supposed to be performative sadness, but it came off as performative, like grumpiness. It was just a, it was, yes, again, these are two skilled actors and also people who have been in public life for Many decades Their now. Their entire and lives. You, and so it's like, there is a, like, we could silo off the question of like, should you write a sentencing letter privately to a judge? In this case, uh, I think that if they did that, you should, and like, what I'm not going to get into, like, we can say that the criminal justice system does not provide justice. And also it is the only tool that we have to provide justice and and, and that it is constantly failing to provide justice for victims of rape and sexual assault. So like that is, and so even if they wrote private letters to the judge thinking they wouldn't be leaked, thinking they weren't statements, thinking they weren't, they didn't, and they didn't come out and give a press conference. We think Danny Masters is a great guy. Okay, fine, fair. They should have been extremely specific to say, none of this is to say that we don't believe the victims of the accusers. None of this is to say that we aren't devastated to find this out. They should have been so clear about their support for what is, what is a harrowing set of, Stories that these accusers, yeah, have but found Mila to have been said it's not like I don't believe the survivors, yes. And so the she is like, How dare you? Enough. Yes, she's like, Well, obviously, my work speaks for itself, kind of situation. And it's like the whole thing about the times we're living in now is you can't just like have a good record and then be fine for the rest of your life. You have to keep having a good record. If you have a good record and then you fuck up, unfortunately, you are still liable to be called out. And so they just, the, the letters themselves were, came off as like, 
too supportive of Danny Masterson, which is, I think, an extremely fair criticism. And then in lieu of that criticism, they sit in front of their blankest wall they could find and give these very grumpy, uh, like, oh, we didn't mean to, if anybody was hurt, we mean to. Yeah, and it was like, it was totally a non-apology. We didn't, like, if anyone was hurt by our actions, that is unfortunate type of situation. And... Yeah, and I f- and and it's it's just something where again, this is not anybody's first rodeo in terms of finding out. And and uh, Christina Ricci had a great statement, which is like, if you can talk about the character of somebody you know, and especially if you are writing a private letter to a judge, whatever, if you want to say that there's a time and place for that, but to 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 not then say. And I believe that the I believe that this that he did this right because what Christina Ricci said is. This is exactly what rapists are. Of course, you know rapists. Of course, there you know the, somebody who's accused of rape is also a nice guy to you. Like that's the whole kind of point. It doesn't mean that people don't deserve due process and whatever, but it does mean that to sit. It's just again incredibly tone deaf yes. for them to be like, well, seem like a nice guy to us without then also we didn't just think you were gonna read it. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's so I, I'm. I, you know what needs to happen? We need a renaissance in apology videos. I, the next apology video, I want to see full makeup and hair, like a team worked on you. You're in this like chaise lounge with like a beautiful backdrop with like a glass of champagne. Like with a flash yeah. dance. Like yes. all of a sudden, like, yeah. like a flash yeah. mob happens. Yeah. And like, yes. oh, hello, I didn't see you there. I was too busy in my chaise lounge, you know, counting the minutes. Like how Mariah so. Carey would give an apology yeah, video. I want to yes. see a little more zhuzh in this because we all see through the homely bullshitty thing. That well, we also we were do. talking about this before we started recording as well. We were seeing through now that all of us are so familiar with the PR machine. We were talking about this a little bit with Joe, Joe Jonas, Jonas and so Sophie right. Turner's yeah. divorce, where yeah. we can so clearly see like. <laughs> You know, this is Joe Jonas's PR team trying to get out ahead of. And in fact, I even saw that Sophie Turner had asked him to hold off on publicly doing anything or getting a divorce lawyer until she got back to the states because she's shooting something in the UK, and he just didn't listen he to because, ahead so we because ahead he wanted to get ahead of the story. And no one fucking bought no it. No one it's bought so it. Funny. But this is the first time I've seen anything like this, dude. This is the first time I've seen social media actually react to news stories being like. I'm calling bullshit. This is clearly your PR people trying to get ahead of the story. Oh, she parties too much and you like to stay at home? <laughs> wow, what a picture you're I'm just such a devoted yeah. father. Our marriage didn't work out. It is, a. I mean, it's smart. It's smart strategy. When really the story was is that she became, she became unfun to, I think what clearly seems to be the case is as newer reports have come out, she became severely unfun to him because she like did this fuddy-duddy thing and had two of his kids. And after that point, <laughs> She didn't really want to leave the house very much because, like, she's like dealing she with two, two very young children, and it's really hard to get out of the house. And he's like touring and having fun, and she won't go to all. He won't go. She won't go to all of his concerts. I know, and everyone was like upset because she didn't go to every single one of the Jonas Brothers concerts. <laughs> I mean, it's like. Yeah, she's doing all this shit. Also, how old was she when he met him and how old was he? And we all see that as well and make our judgments off of that interesting situation where she's like in her early 20s. He's like in his No, 30s. I think that she was 19. Like 19, 19 yeah, yeah. And so, he was 27. So, you know, and you know, and he's this big pop star. I don't know. And she's like just kind of just becoming... So- Anywho, 
um, the whole thing, he tried to domesticate it, but the whole <laughs> thing is ridiculous. And we see through this shit now so hard. All these apology videos, all of this PR stuff when people are breaking up and everyone's breaking up. So it's like crazy right now with all of that. Oh my God, oh, is everyone's partnership fine? Everybody fine? Are we together? all fine over are you, here. Are you about to get divorced? So? Not, no divorce so over here. But if we are on the, apo- no the bad apology video train, can we please talk about Drew Barrymore? Talk about Drew praises Barrymore. we were just singing on this show. And boy, we're... We correct about how her nice personality yeah, yeah, is nice. Send emails being like, "Wow, did you see what happened to your girl? You were talking so great about." It's like, "Yeah, I didn't see that." She's I still didn't know this. I stand by happen. the fact that she's a great like, talk show host. Like yeah, jerk. she's just a fucking terrible. I mean, it sucks. I don't like this because I love how she does her interviews. I didn't expect her to be a fucking idiot about unions. No. Well, to be fair, she has rescinded, so she she decided she was going to put her show back on the air and you know cross that picket line and do all. Yeah, the- she was going to cross the line, and but also then in turn, like every every person that would be coming on her show. Would also be crossing the line, would they not? Like, wouldn't that? Uh, like, that's what yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite you're yeah. understand you that. You're then asking yes right? uh, to come on, and really, cross all you have line. are the guests at this point uh, because you don't have writers. So, what are you going to do? You have to have these high-profile guests. So, you're then asking them to. It's it's it's. And no I'm good. sorry, we are talking about a person who has been an actor since she was a child. So she's been in a union longer than most people in America. She knows how unions work. The fact that she's just like. I don't. I mean, we started this show in a pandemic, and so I just think people really need us. I know, trying to make it make it akin to pandemic, being like, "Can we?" Th- I thought we could do this. No matter dance, what's like, going on in the world, girl, what's going on in the world is a labor strike. You can't skirt yeah. that and then be like, "Well, the people no. need me." No, the writers need you. Like, what are you to thinking? Stand up yes, for them. The writers need you to be in solidarity with them. The writers. Nobody needs your show so much. I just, what if I just did it without the writers because I did it during the pandemic? No, don't you understand? MJ, every morning I wake up and I go, where is she? <laughs> Drew, Drew, come back. And even, and, and even if no you, one can tell because my forehead can't move. <laughs> and even if you are doing it in the name of like helping all the other people get the, keep their jobs, right? Or continue to work and make money, Right. You're still just perpetuating bad labor practices for them as well by crossing this line. You know what I mean? I mean, John Oliver is out here doing stand-up sets, making money, and then paying his writers who are striking. Like, there's totally so many ways that she could stand in solidarity with her with with writers yeah. and to to just pretend. What if I just do this show while everyone else is on strike because everybody needs me? Sorry, Drew, that is not how a strike works. The whole point is that you don't do the work to show the value of the work, and it is just shocking to see this from somebody who whose life has been made immeasurably immeasurably better because of the union she is in, the union she has always been in. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Also, I do want you to check out Strike Force 5. Strike Force 5 is also the podcast that Jimmy, Kill- uh, Jimmy Kimmel, John Oliver, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, and Jimmy Fallon have been doing, and all the money they're making from that, they're also well, putting back in the writers. Yeah. to his staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? He's making a podcast. <laughs> What He's other, also making a podcast. I gotta go listen to it now because of all that stuff. I wonder if that is he still doing that podcast? I gotta look into that. I, now. I think he did a know. he did That's a sorry too, but it was like a tweet sorry, not a not a video. He sorry. did do a sorry. Also, though, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I don't know what world we live in where a person with their fucking name and lights on the billboard uh, for a daily talk show isn't kind of a nightmare to work for. Gotta be. Maybe Drew Barrymore is like an we anomaly were wrong. in that way, we but were, no. But well, Drew <laughs> but Barrymore was nice, and now she's <laughs> yeah. bad. Exactly. So, so I just I I don't know what what um how this works where we're gonna get some person whose name is the name it's of the show. It's gonna be me. That's what it's I want. You. I you want it to be me. Jackie, I'll tell you right now. You will immediately be a nightmare if your name was in life. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> she gonna get the Botox on the outside of her eyebrows, that? so we're really not gonna know what she's feeling. So you'll never know. You'll never know what I'm feeling, dude. I'm, I'd be terrified too. I would I would take the job. I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, you're now you're my Ottoman today. <laughs> Get to the floor. Yeah, yeah. To the floor. <laughs> oh, at least I don't have to be the chair today. <laughs> at least I can be the Ottoman. No, you chair Ottoman today, chair tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that to the Empire. Oh, Come on, Ottoman God. Empire. All right, guys. Ottoman Empire. Those slurs everybody. you love to say in the morning. <laughs> well, that's what that's I know my Ottoman that's time. Next, yeah, that's what that's happens. your Ottoman time. Yeah, yeah, we know nine to nine fifteen. <laughs> Time, then it's scream at the cameraman time. Oh, but just think of my fits. Think of how great my fits would be as a daytime talk show Exactly. Host. And everybody like, you go, girl. And you'd be like, yeah, everybody's beautiful. Next up, we've and I'm got beating Lizzo. everybody. <laughs> no, everyone's getting beaten and everybody's eating a banana out of my ass. <laughs> First day. I'll be interested to see the talk show where the person isn't like some version of a nightmare and how that talk show comes off and what that talk show is. But until we get to that point, I'm not shocked that Jimmy Fallon was maybe a challenge to Well, this was a total, like, talk about a total open Jimmy secret. Fallon. Everybody knew a lot of that he was like kind of, yeah, I, that was a, that was one of those expose and not exposés kind of where you're like, oh yeah. You could just like run into him in the Lower East Side. He'd just be hammered like most right. nights. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyways, but but Drew Barrymore, uh, she apologized, but she at least had she did have makeup on in the apology. <laughs> did video. she? But it was very light. It was it slight. Was, be it fair. was like to show how it sad she is. A, and, and I think she added a couple rings under the eyes. And what makes hers so. the all star oh, yeah. apology video is that it was truly. I mean, nothing will ever be toxic gossip train, but it was truly a non-apology video because she's crying and she's talking about how just important the work is and I didn't want to hurt any writers. And how good and then she the, is to how people. How good she is to people. And then at the end, she's like, so we're going to keep doing it. And of course now she's yeah. like, we're not going to do it. But like the video is literally her being like, I am so sorry, but I am going to continue scabbing. And right. then she had to be like, and, and, and I am 
once again, sorry, and now I'm not going to continue scabbing. And Bill Maher even. I'm shocked, oh, actually, Bill Maher rescinded because he's uh, he's much more of a shithead on this kind of stuff. And he, he even rescinded. And I didn't even know Jennifer Hudson's show was also going to try to get back on the air. And I, I, my heart goes out to him. This is a daily show. I mean, other people are like, oh, I'm just not going to like make a movie for the next of year. Of course, it so. sucks. You know I mean? It totally sucks. And that's right. I feel like that's anytime there's a strike, like with the UPS, when the UPS drivers were about to strike, people were like, well, people need packages. And it's like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, that's it's the point. supposed to suck. You have to show them <laughs> you it has to burn. It's a tattoo. It's got to hurt a little yeah. bit to fucking get the I'm result. I'm sorry, Drew Barrymore. You know like, I mean? And yeah, like I also feel for you, Drew Barrymore. You're doing a great job. Everybody loves you. Here at Page 7, we love your interview style. And it must suck and to not be able to do your show. you off of that love. You need that love to exist and survive in the world without the love from thousands and millions of people. Yeah. You can't wake up in the morning and have your avocado toast <laughs> and feel right. But you got to stand with the unions. You just got to. You absolutely have to. And now she is. I guess I just don't even understand when she's like saying that I take full responsibility for it. And then she also in the same set is like, and it's bigger than me. <laughs> it's big, like it's uh, it's but it's bigger than me. It's, right. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. It's a huge. But you're strike. the one who like, makes you... the decision. Yeah. Right. On it. So it's actually the buck starts and stops with you. So it's you fucking everybody over because it's like. It's the domino effect. Like you really would be like one of the leading examples of like this is how the strike fell apart in 2023. Drew Barrymore and Bill yeah. Maher put their shows back on the air, and that was the beginning of the truly. End. So fuck truly, off. it is. Yeah. That's the thing. And I feel like if anybody's listening, is like, okay, you guys are getting a little heated or whatever. It's like this is truly like solidarity or nothing. Like if she start just as like, well, I'm just going to do it without the writers, then writers are fucked. Like, it really is important to not do work when people are on strike. Tay-Tay's getting that football d <laughs> Oh, you're going to bring up Travis Kelly. I thought we were going to not bring up Tay-Tay. Yeah, we can't. Well, I know we're about to get an email about how we, we talk talked about it too way much. too little about issues in the world and way too much about Taylor Swift this episode, but I still would like to highlight that she's getting that football d <laughs> Man, you know what? I say God, God bless, bless it. it. He's, everyone's just so thrilled that the, he's not British and he has muscular things Well, happening. I think also, I, I, I believe that there's, um, you know, I think that he seems he's to be- He's got a clean slate. A, a, a nice person. <laughs> he hasn't said anything about ice spice <laughs> yeah. or, uh, you know, ice or even pumpkin spice Also, lattes. I would throw it out there, not bad on the ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this sure. one. He's this, very like- This old he's Travis a, I love how Taylor Swift's boyfriends akin to running for president, you literally have to have like the most sparkling, you know, anymore, at least what running for the president was in 2012. But you have to have the most sparkling fucking reputation and have done nothing wrong. You know what I mean? And it's so no, man. She is like many of us, where it just you got to get through a lot of stinkers before you find a good one. And speaking Aww. of stinkers, I know it's a crabbier episode, but I will also throw out there: I'm, I'm not crabby. We, we, you we just, just can't, can't see it on my face. <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta I gotta throw a, a shot at Drake too. You fucker. He even called Halle. All right, so Halle Berry's pissed off. He's he used he's he wrote. I, I I'm guessing the song is called Slime on You. So I'm guessing Correct. it's about coming on a woman. All right, and he's used this like sh- from the Nickelodeon award it's called show. Called Slime You Out. By slime the way, you out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not about coming, but it kind of seems like that's the if idea. If it's not about he, coming, tra- I'm gonna be very surprised. He used this. Oh my god, Jaggy's on the case right now. I can <laughs> hear the clicking and the clacking of the keys. But he uh, uh, then he was like, I want to use this picture of Halle Berry with like Nickelodeon slime all over from an event. And then, and then Halle Berry was like, yeah, I did not consent to this picture being used. And actually, he even called me and asked my permission. I said no. Yeah, and he still fucking did it. And that fact is what pisses me off. It'd be one thing if he like cleared the rights on it, but he just forgot to ask her or just didn't think he needed to ask her. And he, no, no, no. He called her on the phone, asked for her permission. <laughs> she said no. And then he just went with it. Jackie, what? Jackie's what trying to make a face, but we can't like... tell what it is because of the Botox. Yeah. So we need to hear what she has to say. I just, I what? just, I just I'm laughing so much because I'm reading the lyrics I'm reading the lyrics. I'm just like, but wait, what does sliming you out mean? <laughs> what does it mean? So I just had to look up getting slime. What does slime me out mean? And I just feel like I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> what does it that say? I just had to type in what does slime me out mean? What do mean? we learn? What does it say? It's to get crossed or backdoored mostly after you did something foul or suspicious. What? Yeah, it's not about cum? He was moving fishy, so he got slimed out. Whoa. Oh, so it's not cum. It's not cum. That, well, huh. all right, I'll eat my hat. Well, either way, she didn't want eat it. Eat your hat. Take the hat off. I'm eating the hat. Put it in your mouth. I just think that sucks that you asked somebody and they said no and you fucking used it anyway. That's a dog shit move. I just love, too, that it's another celebrities are so full of themselves thing, just like Mila and Ashton and uh, Drew Barrymore, where they just like know they shouldn't do it and they do it anyway and then they get called out for it, where it's just like you ask and you're like, but... I'm Drake. Drake <laughs> always gets a yes. She said, no, I'll put it anyway, because I'm Drake. They throw the brawls at me. I'm Drake. Yeah, Drake is very yeah, annoying. Yeah, Drake, talk Ugh. about mid, you know? Yeah. Oh, talk Well, no one's saying anything. No one's mid, talking right? about mid right this episode. people are saying mid. is mid these days. We get extra. We're not talking about this. I think it's time for a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh, hit me with a share. Do you believe it? Has The Simpsons known about Tom Cruise's fish fucking since the early 90s? I'm so glad we're doing this one. Troy McClure. It's time. I think we've gotten a few of these, but I'm giving it up to Steph. This one comes in from Steph, who writes, I was recently rewatching Golden Age episodes of The Simpsons. I wonder if you've gotten to this one yet, Jackie, by the way. Uh, No, not yet. I was treated with the hilarious Troy McClure-driven episode of Fish called Selma, which centers around actor Troy McClure's reemergence into the public eye after starting a relationship with Marge's sister, Selma. It's a great episode. Throughout the episode, there are several references to Troy's unnatural attention to fish. Here are some of the best references of Troy's fish fetish. Homer says, you know his bizarre personal life, those weird things they say he does down at the aquarium. Then Marge says, oh, Homer, that's just an urban legend. People don't do that type of thing with fish. <laughs> Later in the episode, Louis says, I thought you said Troy McClure was dead. Fat Tony says, no, what I said is that he sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> Then later on, Troy says, hot damn, I'm going to SeaWorld when he gets good news. (laughs) And then let's not forget, Troy lives in a rundown 80s style aquarium house. Now, this could just be an outrageous idea thought up by the Simpsons writers, but also uh, uh, allow me to uh, but allow me to roll out my red thread. 
A Fish Called Selma aired in March 1996, but by this time, Tom Cruise was capital M, capital S movie star. Top Gun was already been out for 10 years, and 1996 was a big year for Tom with both Mission Impossible and Jerry Maguire. I remember mm, this oh time yeah. for him. This huge. was huge. This is like peak Tom Cruise. Oh, I love Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah. Being out in the public eye for that long would have been would have created plenty of opportunities for Tom's fish-fucking follies to have been discovered in Hollywood. The Simpsons has also had over 900 guest stars over the years, many of whom have worked with Tom, but one notable guest appearance was by Dustin Hoffman, who starred opposite Tom and Rain Man in 1988, lent his voice to Mr. Bergstrom in the episode of Lisa's Substitute. Such Which a people might remember is the other tattoo that I want to get. You are Lisa Simpson. Yep. Yes. Yep, exactly. Five years before the A Fish Called uh, Selma episode. Did Hoffman see something and say something to the Simpsons writers? And guess who's missing for that list of 900 plus guest stars? That's right, Tom Cruise. Whoa. Apparently, Tom has turned down opportunities to da- guest star at least twice. Is it possible he's turning down the roles because he's mad at the Simpsons hitting a little too close to home? Do you believe? Cheers, Steph. Do you believe? I can't say yes I quickly believe. enough. I have had (laughs) one of my best friends from high school was at one of our live shows and she messaged me right away after the live show and was like, you remember the Troy McClure stuff? And I didn't, but I have not. So it's like one thing to go back and see the references, but it's another to have it all laid out like that. Like this happened at the peak of Tom Cruise's fame. He is like a notably absent famous person for not being on The Simpsons. I mean, I have I've never been more convinced of anything in my entire Hell life. Oh yeah. There you go. He's Jack. mad that he got caught. He got caught early, subtly. I love a little subtle nod to uh to an issue, uh calling somebody out. I think there's a lot of that going on in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Also, Man. I mean Phil Hartman was maybe it was a it, maybe it was just Phil Hartman's own own genius bringing it in. Who oh, knows? I, I used mean, the phrase uh, too. They were sliming him out on the Simpsons. Hey, they were sliming him out. Yeah, they look at us. Him out. Are we youthful I can't now? Believe it's not about cum. I am so sorry that I assumed I, I made an ass I'm of blown. all of and us. And the fact that, well, especially I, I maybe not would have assumed that per se if she didn't refuse the picture. That's but the then thing. I just assumed it was a cum reference because it's her like covered in this green slime, going like ah, like yes, it right. She got. Inferring she got a, it's a little suggestive, blasted, right? Right. Which is why I would say right. no if it was me. I'd be like, no, don't use a slime picture in a song about cub. Yeah, don't use the slime picture of me. Like, what are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then wasn't he actually sliming her out? <laughs> well, she wasn't being backdoor. No, she's sliming him out. She's sliming him out. Yeah. <laughs> And then she might be doing it out after that, too. <laughs> or you just jerk off like crazy. Is, for those of us who don't have teenagers yet to explain things to us, we get to just work it out uh, live on well, Big I don't think seven. I would we got to figure it I out. Think, I don't think I would have asked Witty um, what does slime me out mean and just in fear that it meant something. She's going to slam horrific. the door in your face. Don't talk to me, Dad. Right. <laughs> oh. Try to learn how to smoke a cigarette in here. I'd be like, very good. Not vaping. That's good. Not vaping. You know I'm pro-cigarette in I want you not vape, so at least I know when you're doing it. Uh, you can't hide. Oh, you went to the bowling alley? They don't even allow smoking anymore. <laughs> like they used to. That was my excuse. I was bowling with the boys. Oh, Mom, I was rolling. All the gross guys are smoking cigarettes nearby, and it gets on my shirt and on my <laughs> shoes. Man, there's no way Jan believed you at <laughs> no, all. No, never. Well, she might have just used like very strong denial. I think she does have a bit of a denial ability, which is a lot, a lot of that generation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really good. Compartmental. 
analyzing, oh, don't yeah. deal with it, don't process yep. it. Keep it in the past. Walk away. <laughs> slime, let slime someone else it slime out. him out on this one. <laughs> let someone else slime this fucker out. I, don't, I got no slime time over here. But now that we've all been thoroughly slimed, I guess it's time for the list. Oh, oh who's on, on the list? list? Me. Jackie. Gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. I paused. Because I've been doing that in the live show. I actually stopped and went, like, I waited for the audience in the crowd uh, to scream it back at me just now. That's how much I've been doing We've the been live show. We've been doing this live That's show how for track. 10 months, you guys. We need you guys. We need to feel Please your essence. Out. We got to sell more tickets to Detroit, all right? Come come out to see us, okay? This The venue is like, come on, God. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, dude. So come out to the comedy castle, dude. They're fucking aggressive. I'll there, let bro. you feel how tight my forehead yeah. is. Yeah. Get a VIP and ticket. You yeah, can see yeah, how smooth that. she is up close. And I'll slime your ass out. I'll ask you about the back door. Even when you said back door, I'm like, okay, so you're fucking in the ass. And then <laughs> you when pull you said out. Back yeah, door, of course. Yeah, yeah. When you said back door, I was like, this is still sexual. And then it was like, wait, hold on. It's not. Hold well, yeah, what? this is it's not, not our fault. No. Anyways, I'll slime your it's ass very, out. It's very, it's uh, very, it seems like it's about cum. I think that we are the sane ones here. And that's the children who are right. Wrong. I think it's Drake who's, yeah, exactly. It's, you know what I mean? Man, it really is only the butts of my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you it's gotta crazy. see it, you guys. If you are in no, no, the no. Rust Belt, you gotta see Jack Nicholson. It is like Jack Nicholson. Oh my God, that's what it is. It is Jack Nicholson. Yep. And I look so much more like my father because my father looks just yes. like Jack Nicholson. He's got that Jack yes, Nicholson. Yes, my father does have this. The, You're oh, my oh my God. God. Into into my, you just turned into your father. Oh my God, father. somebody get me a cigarette. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to become the Mariah Carey version of my father. <laughs> That's Please. what it is. Oh God. She is like Jack Nicholson. Oh my God, thank you, Holden. I kept thinking like, who has eyebrows like this? <laughs> it is there Jack Nicholson. There you go, Nicholson. man. Just I'm like fucking him. sliming over here. Next dude. thing you know, I'm going to be with a bunch of models on a boat, shirtless, just eating a sub in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I still think about those pictures. I'm like, man, I guess he was living his best life. <laughs> but don't get the sandwich wet. It's I'm going back to the list from a couple weeks ago because there Please. were still more great I was stories happy to see on this. Good. I was happy to see this one. This is uh, secret backstories to hit songs. Leonard Cohen's record company, Columbia, originally refused to release his album with the song Hallelujah in the United States. They said it wasn't good enough. Cohen released various positions independently in 1984 to general indifference. So why is Hallelujah so popular? Thanks to Shrek. Yes, a song full of religious and sexual imagery was made world famous by 2001's Shrek, a cartoon movie for children. Wow. Is that I love is that, that right? Wow, that's crazy. I Apparently. guess that's I guess that's right because I w that album seemed to just appear out of nowhere. It's like timeless. It's it's you know what I mean? It's incredible, you know, or that song. But like, yeah, it kind of happened when I was in like college. That's what I, I heard it in college and I heard, was it the Rufus Wainwright version? I also version? heard the Jeff Buckley version of Am it. Am I wrong to right? say Isn't there was the a Rufus Wainwright version? I think I'm it's Jeff Buckley. You're Buckley. thinking of the Jeff Buckley. Jeff okay. Buckley. When I said album, I was like, wait, that's not Leonard Cohen. That's Jeff Buckley. That Jeff Buckley album felt like it came out of nowhere. It was timeless, but it happened in college, which would make sense because we all got to, I got to experience Shrek. Uh, graduating year of high school, which is a beautiful moment for Rufus me. Rufus Rainwright you know also I mean? did it. And also, don't forget, Pentatonics. The Pentatonics cover of hey, Hallelujah, which I bring up every MJ. holiday season. And why do every I like it? It's the most embarrassing thing about me. And there are it's many so embarrassing It's so embarrassing things. how many times I've sat in my car and cried to that 
fucking version of the it's song. It's so embarrassing. Don't worry, I'll clean the palette for you. Domesticator blood. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, yeah, what? Yeah, well, Kurt Cobain yeah. hated the recording of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, I bet no. He said it's such a perfect mixture of cleanliness and nice candy-ass production. It may be extreme to some people who aren't used to it, but I think it's kind of lame myself. <laughs> No. Of course, that he was the did. crossover hit, though. That makes sense. He would feel that way, but that's the thing that, yeah, crossed him into the mainstream, which is probably the worst thing that ever happened to him. Um, well, I am <laughs> excited to talk about this Andre 3000 uh, little trivia, especially because, well, you guys will all have already seen it because tonight on the last stream on the left, I will be playing the Kids Bop version nice. of Miss Jackson, which is a very uncomfortable video. Andre 3000 wrote Outcast Miss Jackson as an apology of sorts to the mother of his former partner, Erica Badu. Badu wasn't entirely thrilled with the track at first, but when asked how her mother felt about it she said she bought her a miss jackson license plate she had the mug she had the ink pen she had the headband she had everything she loved it man what a cool connection what a great song uh i you know i love outcasts i got a quim and i in vinyl uh they were my favorite rap group in charlotte uh as a high school talk about high school shrek outcast can you take me back? We're singing Destiny's Child. So you want to go back? God. Are you out of your mind? Yes. I don't want to go back. Well, well by, the, by senior year, high school, I was feeling pretty good. And then sophomore year of college. Weirdly, what are we in the final episode of Riverdale? Yeah. The final episode of Riverdale is all about what if you have one last day to revisit any day of your life before you die. MJ, I need you to know how much this last episode of Riverdale has like changed my Tell life. Me. And I know that that uh. might sound overdramatic and extreme, and it is. And it really is. I can't stop thinking about like every time I get really, really stressed out, I think about, man, what would like 87-year-old me do to go back to this day, even though I'm so stressed out and I feel like I've got so, and I'm so overwhelmed right now, that like going from that to this and how would I feel about that? And I keep thinking about it and it, I'm I'm like almost like obsessing over it. I think it's And nice. it's making me see life in a very good That's way. That's great. What I yeah. do is I lay in bed at night after having a stressed out day and I look at reels that are like, if you could... If your 87-year-old self could go back in time and live this day, you would and you would love it. And then I just am like, oh, why aren't I better at life? You know, and so I feel yeah, like your I approach is had good. A moment. Thank I had you. like a Thank moment you. of clarity last night. I, I finally got a break. I was like, I finally got a night off since I've been home. And, you know, last night off I had was in Nashville, essentially, where we just went out and like bar hopped. And I was playing video games, but I like heard some fun in the other room. And I walked in the bedroom, and like Winnie's like playing, and she's doing naked baby time. And she gets naked. We call it naked baby. And she goes fast naked baby. And she runs around the room. And I was like, this is it. This is what the good shit yeah. is. Stay in I this. I know. You got to do not walk away from this. Do not go to your video game. This is the mo- This is yeah. the spice. This is the beauty of life. And it really was nice to, to recognize it every now and again. Be like, this is the shit you're going to miss. I know. So stay here. It is like an affirmative every single day I have to try to remind my brain, this is what you will miss. I don't want to wear these shoes. <laughs> I don't want to wear these motherfucking shoes, yes. motherfucker. Ah! Yes. Yeah, that yes. shit. Yes. Once I get you gotta through that. You got to remember that's the good shit. I know. See, but MJ, no. <laughs> I saw a TikTok last night that was like, if your child isn't doing what you want them to do, just say, 
try again. <laughs> That's all you have to do. And <laughs> I don't know if you've tried this before, but like if the kids don't, they just give them the opportunity to try again. And like, that's it. That's the, that is the secret to parenthood. You're welcome, both of you. I saw the TikTok. That's it. That's it. I feel like Lexi does kind of have a, a approach like that. And I just sit back and I'm just like, just tell her she has to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, just, those two people, for me, it's like I have both a hold into my brain and Alexi right. in my brain. I'm like, right. well, you put on your shoes when you're ready. And then like the yeah, hold into my just, just put on the fucking the shoes. Put on the shoes. Put on the shoes. Put on the shoes on. And then I turn around and I say um, it to the next kid. Right. <laughs> I say it to the next kid. Right, exactly. This is a very, this is a surprising one from Prince. Stevie Nicks is stand back, stand back, ripped off a Prince song. And he was totally cool with it. Nicks wrote the song over the melody for Little Red Corvette. She Weird. called Prince to offer him writing credit and ask if he wanted to hear it. To her amazement, he came over gave it a listen, and proceeded to play new synthesizer parts for the song. Well, good for him. By the way, can I throw this out there? It's an article we didn't get to, actually, from the main feed, but there's all this talk That's about- what the leftovers are for, Holden. It's all, we'll talk about more there, but it's all about Olivia Rodrigo uh, and- and We're going to talk whole, about it on the leftovers, Holden. But it's, it's just really quick. It's about the issue with her with like stealing music. I just want to say really quick, or, or like how she had to give rights to everybody. And it, an analogy I thought of, like this is where music is so weird with rights than like movies. I just- just watch Saul. It is so fucking obvious Saul totally took from Seven and Silence of the Lambs, right? Yeah. And you, they don't have to give those movies credit in the fucking credit roll. Right. I don't really understand how that works. I don't It makes no right. sense to me the way that music right bullshit is and the way credit given stuff That's is. That's interesting, like, this yeah. Makes Way more sense to me, unless you're completely ripping the song off and like taking credit for it. I I get that, but like, yeah, any movie or something, you don't have to be like, uh, totally. We took from this other anyway, so we'll talk about more leftovers. <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Shaggy's me. hit song "It Wasn't Me" was inspired by a skit Eddie Murphy did in Raw about men being unfaithful and denying it. This is such a and fun about his fact. Own. I think it is hilarious that this comes from an Eddie Murphy bit. That song. I think that is just so fun. It wasn't me is great. And if you think it's bad because it's just a person being shady, the whole final verse of the song, we talked, I don't know how this came We talked about it, yeah. But yeah, it's all like the redemption part and no one remembers that part where the guy gets like fully called out and everything. Yes. During the shooting of the music video of Taylor Swift's Shake It Off, heavy metal music was played around the perimeter of the studio so no one could hear the unreleased song. And she inside a suitcase. That's got to be so annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's like torture. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like just torture. On the outsides of just like, not that like, I mean, I love heavy metal music, but like just like playing it really, really loud, completely surrounding a perimeter would be too much. But that would yeah. be a fun mashup. You know how DJ Earworm used to do like DJ Earworm overlaid uh, If I Were a Boy with Free Fallen, you know, like that would be sh- uh-huh. overlay yes. Shake It Off with like some Metallica. Maybe people would yeah. start liking Taylor Swift. No, not gonna happen. <laughs> Maybe hey, my hater. husband might start liking Taylor Swift. Hey, <laughs> they all hate it. anyone who do- anyone who still doesn't like T Swift. It's never gonna especially happen. Especially with like a passion, it's done yeah. now. They're done. 
They will always be that way. They're like the old, they're like our parents, right? You're like, you'll never change. It's fine. I'm not going to try to change it. Well, the iconic drum beats at the end of Living on the Edge by Aerosmith. Holden, oh, this goes out grunky. to you. If you frequent our um, Jackin' on Fridays, you will have met Gronky, who lives within the music video of Living <laughs> on the Edge. Or just watch the first like 20 seconds or something like that. You'll, <laughs> you'll find you'll Gronky. He does you look like Gronky. You'll know it when you see it. Just put the video on. It's the very beginning. <laughs> If you see a, ha- a, a literally a half naked Steven Tyler, then you will know you're at the part, uh, and yeah, you will you will get a visit from Gronky. So lucky you. Yep. And then the iconic drum beats from the song were played on a bass drum that Steven Tyler stole from his high school after senior prom. I like I like that. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, this is this is, has nothing to do with the making of the song. I just think it's kind of fun. Um, the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army, the lyrics of the song proclaim, I'm going to Wichita. Jack White says that he has never actually been to Wichita, and at this point, he will never visit, out of respect for using the city as a metaphor. Wow. <laughs> Which I think is kind of... <laughs> I can't go uh, to Wichita. Um, according to Axl Rose, the seed for Welcome to the Jungle was planted when he and a friend hitchhiked to New York City. While wandering around a Caribbean neighborhood, an old man came over, looked at them and said, do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you can't do no better than, uh, you know, New York City in the 70s and 80s, man. It really was. It was legit. <laughs> It was legit. Uh, Hell yeah. I love. Can you imagine someone screaming <laughs> that at you? I love, I love that. that. That's where I'm ending the list. I love Great that. List. That's so New York. I'm glad you brought You're it back. You're gonna die. That's what pissed me off. And everyone's like, New York's scary now. It's evil now because and it was. Of- it was evil it's when like, I lived there. Oh yeah, it's like good. I'm glad it's getting more yeah. fucked because it was getting too squeaky clean. That's New York. New York, baby. Bring it back. It's got to be fucking. This got to be ill, dude. Bring it back. Bring it back. You got to get slimed out. Slime it out. You just fucking walking around, not getting slimed out at the, you know what I mean, Halle Berry or whatever the thing. Yes. All right. I think I might be going blind items. Oh, we we can't can't see see them. This A-list actress from a very hit network show got wasted drunk at a party last night and hooked up with two guys at once. No big deal. However, one of the guys took a couple of pictures in one 10-second-long video, and he has been sharing them far and oh wide. Oh, my God, don't do that. She was big when we were young. Big, one of the biggest Jennifer sitcom- Aniston. Wow, damn, good job. Yeah, wow. she's fucking sucking and fucking on two days, or maybe just watching them suck and fucking Was this back in the Diz or currently? I think current. Yeah, yeah, last month, dude. at a party last month. Whoa, hell yeah. She needs It does link with, it hilariously- I mean, I'm very upset about what is being- Done to her, but right, um, but also some. yeah, don't share the video, but get that action I, with yeah. two guys. She got remember how she was just like a sad girl on the cover of right. every magazine, and they were like, "Will she Will ever she find ever get love? pregnant?" And they also really put that so hard yeah, on her of like, really "Will she sucked. ever have children?" That was so unnecessary <laughs> and crazy. She's about to dry yeah. up. Yeah, so yes, crazy. it was so bad. No wonder everybody in our generation feels like there's like a ticking time bomb inside their head and uh, their body. There was she did an interview like not that long ago where she was essentially talking about like for a while I was trying to have children and seeing that all the time and that being told to me all the time really fucked me up and of, right. of course it did of course yeah the pressure is probably a part of what probably made it hard for her to yeah happen. and it does hilariously link to an article about her showing off her figure in a black bikini during a vacation with Jimmy Kimmel and Jason Bateman as if like those are the two guys 
Yeah, it's them. <laughs> so funny. If oh, those yeah. were the two guys, that would be, I guess, a good fuck. I don't want to suck on Jimmy Kimmel, but if she does, good fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of talked about this already, but the illiterate adult boy banner called the Paps to show him being a loving father. He is going all in on the terrible parent thing towards the actress. That is going to backfire on him in a big way. Get out of here, Joe. Joe I'm telling you, man. Jonas. It's all a circus, dude. A circus. No one's buying this. No one's buying this, man. No. But everyone's buying the dust, dude. Actually, it's just shoehorns me and a Hugh Jackman, bro. I was fucking getting iced, dude. We'll talk about it more in The Leftovers. Is he gay? <laughs> Going on the leftovers. All right, last one. This married A-list three-named actress has hinted she hooked up with this married A-list actor while they were filming a movie together, and then again when they were doing press for it. That is one secret he never wants out. So Jessica Chastain, no. Oscar Isaac. One of the words Please. is sim- no. It's not oh, that. I that would make sense. Jeez. One of the, one of the. But remember how they, they said they can't really be like the same kind of friends no. anymore because Marriage Story was yeah, so intense. So. Well, I watched it all. It was fucking intense. Yeah, and they have a hot. I couldn't watch it because I knew it would Whoa. be too intense they have a for me hot and my emotions. Fuck scene in it too. That's Whoa. crazy hot. Like, yeah, hot. it's really good. Hot. Like hot. it goes. It was one of those where like, damn, there's still. They're still in this fuck scene. Like, this is wild. <laughs> one of the names you said is in one of the names of the people involved here. No, it's from- Sarah an- Jessica Parker. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> Killed uh, it. She did a rom-com with a guy who, um, he likes to philosophize. He's, you Matthew know, McConaughey. Wow, you guys are on fire today. <laughs> Damn, we are in the zoom. Failure to launch in 2006. Yes. Did wow. they? Didn't they? What do you guys think? In my brain, they did. Did you see the movie? Yeah. What was it? What was the deal with it? It was a rom com. Forgettable. It was rom-com. a. It was a, a rom com. At a time when it would, we just got an. <laughs> I loved all the. I watched every single rom com. All in the, in the heyday of rom coms. I watched. I mean, I guess it wasn't the heyday. Um, I watched all of them. And, and now they're of, over. Outside of the Hallmark yeah. Channel, yeah, like maybe one comes out a year. Except that one that you sent, Jackie, the one with fucking Meg Ryan and is it George Clooney? Uh, I'm gonna yeah, watch the, newer, the shit the out one. of that. It's I'm not George Clooney, is it? No, they it's had not. to move it because of the era. It's Meg Ryan oh, and somebody else. Is it a Quaid? Dennis Quaid? Is it Dennis Quaid? It's not it's... Hugh Jackman, is it? No. No, he's like over or whatever again, right? Because he's kind of. They're rude. trapped in an airport. They're in an airport. In an airport. Tom Hanks, Terminal. No. It's called what? Happens what happens later? David later. Duchovny. David Duchovny. David Duchovny. I can't David believe Duchovny. I forgot. He's always immediately sexier in these roles because you're like he fucks and he fucks a lot, <laughs> or at least he used to, and like you always think about yeah. that now because you're just like, man. Honestly, usually I don't agree with you, Holden, on like a lot of things, but this, yeah. I really 100% agree with right? you. Right? Yeah, every time you see him in something, you're like, oh man, <laughs> he that loves guy, to fuck. that guy fucks. <laughs> well, because yeah. that was back in the day when we had, That like, guy loves it so much, he's got a prop. <laughs> yeah, that we, like, that was like the first time I'd ever really heard about anybody with sex addiction. I know, I'm right, sorry right. to make light of it. Still, I know one. it just, but yeah. it is, I know it's like actually something that's very serious and devastating for relationships and stuff, but I also look at him and I'm just like, he likes to fuck so much he had to go to the doctor, you know? <laughs> he had to go to the doctor, like, my penis looks so fucking. My wiener won't stop being put inside of women. I got a issue. I can't you know stop. I mean? The doctor's doctor just like, can't stop fucking. Yeah, yeah. 
And then is yeah, yeah, I know it's serious, but it's kind of fun. In that <laughs> it context, is serious. It is. it is serious. Oh my god, everything's serious these days. <laughs> everything's upsetting and serious. All right, well, I can see you again. And seriously, this episode is over. All right, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. That has been your weekly episode of Page Seven. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm, and um, you can come hang out with us in real life if you are in. A Royal Oak, or if you're in Columbus, or maybe if you happen to be passing by Pittsburgh, come get your release the butthole cut tour tickets. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. See my Botox. <laughs> there you go. Please, lastpodcastnetwork.com. I want to see you guys out there. We had so much fun on the road last last week. We the show has never been better than it is right now. It's true. Uh, so it's it's in such a good spot. I, we would love to see you out, and we'd love to meet you too if you get the VIP it's tickets, true. which uh, do end up going pretty fast. Um, usually we have we have an, enough general admission or whatever, but but those VIPs get snapped up. So definitely look into it. I'd love to see your face. Check me out, twitch.tv forward slash Holtonators Ho. I stream throughout the week. On Fridays, I stream at 6 p.m. ET with Jackie. Usually, this week is a little different. We got the Murderfish Show, which I'd love to try to uh, promote to you guys, but it's sold the fuck out. Oh, yeah. So, you can't catch that probably, but maybe go look, see if something happened with that. But I think we are sold out on both of those Murderfish Shows here in LA. And then, uh, but yes, normal streams next week after that. Then we go back on the road, and then we're done, and we're back. Uh, and we will be having our regular streaming schedule and so much more over on the LPN Twitch channel as well, um, especially after we get back from the road, but even in the meanwhile while we're here. Uh, also, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Weekly bonus content for just five bucks a month. Jackie doing the book readings. We do the leftovers right after this. We cover the stuff we haven't covered in the episode. And uh, for 10 bucks a month, you can join us on our Discord for our Jersey Short Watch Long every Thursday at 8 p.m. ET. Lastly, page7podcast at gmail.com. Please send those conspiracy theories in. And anything else, shout outs, blind items, page7podcast at gmail.com. MJ! My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Bro, Travis Kelsey's, like, really hot. Yeah? Yeah. I know, but we, yeah. <laughs> Fun news. Hard to talk about, though. It involves the one always talked about. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Well, do we sing in the song? Oh. oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we should probably sing the song. I'm not just sitting here staring, staring at pictures at of the... Travis Kelsey. Um, He's got a really nice Football smile and beautiful blue eyes. Football dick. Shout. Shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on, we're gonna read them to you. Come on. It's the love of my life. It's shout out time. Oh, it fills me with such joy every week when you guys send in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Uh, all of just, even just, if it's just a note to tell us that you also loved Riverdale and that you were mourning alongside us, I just want to say that I appreciate all the Riverdale love that we have received. And it makes me feel so, uh, scene. I feel our community and our arms are around each other. I love you guys so much and thank you again for sending in your shout outs and you can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com Our first shout out goes out to a lovely wife from Desmond. Desmond says I'd like to send a special shout out to my wonderful, brilliant and lovely wife Julia. She has been working so hard driving from Dallas to Austin every 
every week to help fix her company's stores and showing off just how truly amazing she is. I know she's lonely, missing our five fur babies, and hopefully me, but I hope she knows just how much we appreciate her. With her hard work, we finally have the chance to go on our honeymoon for our sixth anniversary. I'm very excited to have her back home and still can't wait to spend the rest of my life with her. Thank you again for the podcast. And Jackie, don't worry. Holden has turned me into a Swifty too. Desmond, I'm so glad that I'm not alone. And hell yeah, Jackie, special thanks to you and Natalie for introducing my wife to Akatar. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Oh, I get you, Desmond. Thank you so much for writing in. And so much love to you both. My next shout out goes out to Ainsley. And this is going out to a best friend forever, bitch. So cute. Ainsley says, I wanted to give a 31st birthday shout out to my BFFB best friend forever, bitch, Jessie. She is my best friend of 27 years and the reason I've listened to Last Podcast Network since 2016. Not only is she brilliant, beautiful, and kind as hell, she is the most hilarious person I know. Her heart is as inviting as her piercing blue eyes. She means the world to me, and I hope this next year is filled with happiness and light for her as she has been on a major self-discovering journey this year. Congratulations, Jesse. I know it's hard, but good for you. I wish nothing but the absolute best for her 31st year. She deserves the world. Also, I am so happy she has finally found her Dan Connor, her boyfriend John, to complete her. She's also the only person I know who can sound identical to Roseanne Barr. Jackie, please try to do your best Roseanne yelling impression. Okay. Dan! That was horrible. But you know what? I did it for you, Jesse, and for your birthday. Thank you so much for the shout out. I'm so happy for you, Ainsley, and I'm so happy. Oh, I love a best friend's love for a best friend, and I love you both. And now we've got another wife shout out. Michelle says, I wanted to come on and give a shout out to my wife. Yesterday, she walked in on me watching the series finale of Riverdale and weeping. Now, She knows I've never watched a single episode of Riverdale, so she was very confused. I explained that I've listened to every episode of Riverdale Roundup, and after the watch-along episode, I had to see the finale. Her response? You fucking weirdo. This is why I love you. Life will never be boring. What a ride or die. I love you, Sarah. While I'm here, I wanted to give a little self shout out. Hell yeah, Michelle. So happy for you. I went to rehab in February and today I am seven months clean. I feel like Jackie's my mom, MJ's my papa, and Holden is my annoying ass brother who I would kill for. So I thought y'all would be so proud of your little girl. Michelle, I'm so proud of you. I know it's so difficult and and just keep it on, keep it on. And hell yeah, man, keep going after that light. It's within you. It was you all along. So much love to you both, Michelle and Sarah. Next up, we've got a shout out from Katie. Now, Katie does this. This isn't really a shout out to anything other than you all for giving me the Tom Cruise fucks fish information for all these years. My friends recently had a party for their wedding anniversary and decided to get the famous Tom Cruise coconut cake to try. Things spiraled out of control and it became a completely Tom Cruise themed party purely because it was so hilarious. But then we were given instructions to dress up as our favorite Tom Cruise. 
I honestly don't even care for the man. So the only idea that kept popping into my head was fish fucker Tom Cruise. Needless to say, I had the most obscure costume and got to explain why I had a fish with me all night, but everyone seemed appreciative of this new knowledge. So... Thanks. And Katie, thank you so much for the attached pictures. I know that this wasn't even necessarily a shout out, but I had to read it simply because I loved your pictures so much. And thank you so incredibly much for sharing. I loved it, man. Now I want to go to a Tom Cruise themed party. Now, next up, we've got Christine. Christine has got big things going on. What you got to say, Christine? Christine says, two years ago, I changed jobs and career fields entirely. A year ago, I bought a house and adopted my deranged but adorable dog, Senor Benjamin Chang. As of this week, I am officially in training to one day take over my dad's store. The store has been in my family since 1939, but my dad's plan had always been for it to end with him. He never really wanted the store, but felt obligated to take it over when my granddad was diagnosed with heart problems back in the 70s. He didn't want to force my brother or I into the same situation. I love my dad for how much he really cares about his children enjoying their lives and being successful on our own, but it's made it very hard to even talk to him about the future of the store. Thankfully, he had to face the possibility of a sudden death last week. Oh, my God. When he had his hip replaced, he handed me six pages of handwritten notes on how to run the store if he didn't wake up from surgery. One, that's not enough pages for running a full business with human beings that depend on having an income. And number two, this seemed like a good time to press the succession issue. He's on board. And I even get to go to the High Point Furniture Market today for my birthday. Here's hoping I don't have to pull a Veronica to become a full CEO. Oh my God, are you going to be the wolf? What is it? The she-wolf of Wall Street. And I can grow the business so it can last another 84 years. Christine, you will. I can feel it. You've got the spirit. You've You've got the want. You've got this, Christine. Hell yeah. Congratulations. And now we've got a couple of self shout outs. First one comes in from Frankie. Frankie says, I've been waiting all year to have a reason to write in with a self shout out. I finished my undergrad engineering degree back in December of 2022 and have been struggling with finding a job. I rarely felt happy with the degree I pursued in college, but pressure from my parents and my own anxiety kept me trapped in my major. I wanted to help people with my future career, but the classes I was in and the careers my peers aspired to just didn't seem to align with my goals. This year, I've struggled so much with trying to identify what I really want to do with myself now that my life isn't dictated by the education system. I've applied for endless engineering jobs that I mostly didn't give a fuck about just to be turned down by each one. Finally, back in June, I was invited to apply for a position involving hospital construction. I hit it off with the hiring manager and really felt a connection when I met the rest of the department. I was told they'd get back to me within a week, but that never happened. Mid-August, I had nearly given up hope that I was ever going to hear back from them. But then they cold called me and offered me the job. I even was able to get them to raise my starting salary. I may have only gotten one job offer, but it was the only job offer I had wanted. I'm moving to Chicago tomorrow with my sister. Hello, Lily. Congrats. And my first day is next Wednesday. Oh, my God. A big thank you to all y'all at Page 7 for giving me something to look forward to every week. Jackie, you're a sex positive queen who makes me feel proud of being a slutty bitch. 
bitch. Holden, your enthusiasm for your passions inspires me. And I always go to Whizbrew looking for recommendations. And MJ, your openness about your queer experience has helped me learn so much. And I'm really going to miss you losing your shit about Riverdale. Love you all. Love Frankie. So much love to you. And congratulations, Frankie. And last but not least, I'm sending so much love to a member of our Twitch community. And James says, I want to give myself a shout out to keep it short and sweet. About seven years ago, I had a mental health crisis and carpet bombed my whole life. Broke my lease, abandoned, abused, or neglected my friends until they left, and, ill-advisedly, moved across the country to try to reset. After some of the lowest lows of my life, I've rebounded, and I've moved back to Chicago, and I'm writing this in a cozy one-bedroom near the lake, wearing a bathrobe, and drinking my cold brew. I'm two years California sober as of September 6th, and I'm almost done with my nicotine vape addiction. Congratulations, James. The last five years have been incredibly challenging and incredibly lonely. I've grown so much, I sometimes can't even believe some of the things I said and did while drunk were really me. And I'm working hard to love the scared and neglected child inside of me. Every day is hard, but I'm looking forward to finding out what that kid can do when he's not just trying to survive. I keep writing more and then I start crying and have to delete it because it's too personal. Just know that you being so open about your hard times, MJ speaking clearly about their gender dysphoria and euphoria, and holding, keeping things light with Gronky and T-Sway have all helped me enjoy my days and find happiness in the mundanity of celebrity gossip and Riverdale fan theory. Love, love, love. And I can't wait to see you on the next tour. Yes, James. So much love to you. Thank you so much for sharing and congratulations. I know how hard the fight is every single day to be the best version of yourself that you can and to take care of that inner kid inside of us all. So much love to you and so much love to absolutely everybody. Thank you so much for your shout outs and you can send in your own to page7podcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, I wanted to give another shout out to K book who did our tattoos in Chattanooga. If you are ever in Chattanooga, you must look up Kay's work. K-K-A-Y-B-O-A-K tattoo. K-A-Y-B-O-A-K tattoo on Instagram. Please look up their amazing work and look up Kitty Conniption as well. They did outstanding work for us and please travel to Chattanooga to get tattoos from them. We had such an amazing, beautiful experience, especially for Jake and Holden getting their first tattoos and there was no gate keeping and there was no weirdness and it was just beauty and light and love and thank you guys so much thank you all so much have a beautiful week and we'll be back next week this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to go to lastpodcastnetwork.com BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.